I think so. Hi, friends, and welcome to a new episode of the Reading Queens podcast. We are back to have a another random conversation because this is what this season of the podcast is, and I am excited about it because less planning for me. Yay. Um, I'm Valia. Hello. As usual, I'm here to be like the host, I guess, of uh, this episode. And then I have Allison and Clary joining me today. So hi, guys. Hello. Hi. I really love that you've got seasons of the podcast and we have like different (laughs) things on. It helps keep the interest up. So I think random chatting is a good thing. I know. And I feel like since this is like our last season for, I mean, for unforeseeable future, I guess, for now, It's just kind of like the most hangout with friends season, I guess you could say. Um, I was talking to one of our listeners actually was talking to me about it. And she was just like, I'm going to miss you guys so much because I listened to you on the way to like take my uh, kids to school. And just it feels like I'm hanging out with friends. And I was like, well, this season, you're really going to feel like you're hanging out with friends (laughs) because there is absolutely no rhyme or reason to these episodes. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I'm bummed, but also, you know, mental health is important. So volume is a definitely. Break. <laughs> I don't know where we're at it. But, yeah, that's um, so important. Yeah, I'm excited you guys are back on the podcast. Um, Ali, how's life been? It's been it's been a second since you've been back. I guess I feel so. Like it's been ages since I was last yeah. on. I can't remember when it was. It was months ago. Anyway, so yeah, big life update here is I had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> So life is oh, really chaotic. I was actually, we were just chatting before we started recording about this. And I'm like, I just have no idea how people with children get things done. So I I so I now have, so baby is uh, about five weeks old. I think I've kind of already lost track of the weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I have a three-year-old toddler as well, who admittedly is in nursery three days a week. So it's not like I'm, you know, have them both full time, but even then, like just trying to get basic housework done or anything around that is like it's difficult yeah and you know there's the kind of night wakes and feeding and yeah it's yeah it's full on so basically my life at the moment is feeding changing nappies (laughs) dealing with washing dealing with more washing like laundry um, so we call it washing in the UK, but you call it laundry, right? Yes. <laughs> differentiate between like washing other things. Hey, um, hey, there's two Brits of us. There's two of us Brits on here today. We can I call don't. it washing if we want to call <laughs> it washing. <laughs> That's true. And I spent, you know, four months in the UK, so I'm used to it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, just making sure there's like food in the house and things going on. So, yeah, that that has pretty much been yeah my life for the last five weeks um and I think even before that I we were I was pretty full-on busy because we've also been um trying to sell well we're kind of in the process of buying a house and selling our house Mm -hmm. and that's been pretty full-on we were looking for a house for months like very intensively so like you go into multiple house viewings a week and 
it got very very stressful um and then we finally found somewhere two weeks before baby was born um so then it was a mad scramble to try and get all the legal stuff going through and we've had a few like delays with things so we're still we're still waiting like a little bit on tender hooks for that kind of final confirmation that yes everything is going to go through and we're going to be moving and then i have to figure out how to pack up and move a house <laughs> as well as having two children and dealing with all the laundry and keeping everyone alive so <laughs> wish me luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah that seems that seems like you have got nothing going on you know you just no, 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 no. so needless to say there has been no writing going on <laughs> what but, do you, you know, mean i'm not going to apologize for understand. that i'm not going to apologize for that no no no, you are keeping um, humans alive. Yeah. So I feel I like do, that's important. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's really bizarre because I feel like, and this happened when I had my, uh, my toddler as well, just after he was born. And I actually had some times where I felt really like, I really want to write now. Like really, even though I haven't been writing for a while, I'm like, I have, I've been missing it a bit, but like I've had so much other stuff going on. It hasn't been like a huge, I haven't felt this huge drive to sort of sit down and write. But I think because I have been doing a little bit more reading and I've actually been watching TV or like movies, which I haven't watched for months because I haven't had time. But obviously if I'm like breastfeeding, mm-hmm. um, like I can't really do anything else other than like read or watch TV or whatever. So it's quite a nice excuse to be able to do that. Um, so I think that I'm just like taking in this content and then that I always find that and I always forget this if I'm feeling like blocked or like not feeling like writing is actually I have to consume stuff so I have to read I have to listen to things you know I have to watch like yeah 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 and then that kind of ignites that spark again so clearly it's really bad timing because I have zero hours (laughs) in the day (laughs) but but it's also quite nice to kind of have that feeling that is really nice. I do think that as creative people, we do sometimes forget that we have to consume content because we're just like, well, we have free time. We should be working, right? Like we have free time. Yeah. We should be writing or doing something or whatever. Yeah. But it's like that whole thing of like, you can't pour out of an empty cup. Like you have to pour something in. So I think it's just like, I think it's going to be good for you when you do actually get some time to sit down just because it's been so long since you've said that you've actually sat down to watch a movie and we're, I remember you talking about like watching I don't know what was it like Shadow of Bone I think that yeah, it which you, was like, like how many years ago was that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was taking you like you would like watch half an episode with your husband or something at a time like genuinely and he gets so so frustrated and you know what's been happening is like so we've been watching um Wheel of Time mm-hmm. which I know has been out for ages um but I've actually been getting ahead of him when we're watching it because we we sometimes we're watching it slightly differently because like <laughs> obviously there's not that much time during the day when we both get time to sit down together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I've been watching a bit during the day and then he's been catching up in the evening once I've gone to bed or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I've actually been getting ahead of him and he's been like having to catch up on stuff, which is like never happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, great. husband, yeah, husband firm. That's fine. <laughs> Well, Clary, are you watching anything exciting or doing anything uh, exciting? We've, we've actually just got Disney Plus. Oh, so okay. I'm now exploring the whole Disney Plus and everything that's on there. Um, I randomly sat down and watched the musical episode of Buffy today just because nice. I needed a break. <laughs> I'm like, 
yeah let's just wow Buffy's on here I should watch that one um oh, I love so that, that was fun I know I also um, love I'm... how different like the the I don't have Buffy on my Disney plus so <laughs> that's fun anyway sorry continue so I've also got into I think it was it your recommendation by or was it Hannah's to watch only murders in the building I, I mean, I love that show. I don't know. Yeah, we probably so talked I, about it ages ago, and I, I, I've been really getting into that. So I finished the first season, and I need to nice. to start season two because ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. So uh, that, how are you doing? Uh, good. Yes. Um, this weekend I'm going to Comic Con Holland. I have a table, and I'm very excited. That's awesome. And, um, okay. Yeah. The the actress who plays um, Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter films is going to be there. Nice. I'm probably not going to see her because I have a table and I'll be selling my books, but I'm going to be in the same room, guys. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> you should totally, like, take an emergency bathroom break if you yeah. see her, like, across the yeah. room. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I hope it goes well. Yeah, yeah I'm looking it. forward to okay, it. Holland, you have to go see Clary this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, so speaking of books, Clary, um, you have a new series coming up. You want to talk about that? Yes. <laughs> okay, I can't do. Um, so the first book is called um, The Archivist and the Knife. And mm. it is a new series. So it's, set, it's not set in the same world as any of my other books. And it is going to have a magical library in it. It's going to have a snarky phoenix in it. And it's got crystal magic. And over the course of the series, it will have an enemies to lovers romance. But they'll still be fairly enemies, I think, in the first book. So it, there will be a romance subplot, but it, it's slow burn. It, it's going to take a while. Okay, A proper enemies to lovers? <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> okay, okay, That's... okay. I That's love a good slow burn romance. I think it just makes the, like, the payoff even better. You yeah. know, if they get together mm-hmm. too quickly, then there's like, this is not enough like tension and yeah, you yeah. need some build up to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I always think of like people talk about, you know, fourth wing. People talk about fourth wing all the time. And I'm just like, I have they... not read it. Is it good? Have you read I it? I haven't or? read it either. Oh, never mind. Then I can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to get our, um, for like one of my book clubs, I'm, I propose that for our next book club book. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping because I, yeah, I've heard things about it. <laughs> all right. So never mind. <laughs> Shall you not can mention talk about things. it without spoilers. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say, I feel, is like a spoiler. Oh, it's a it's spoiler. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's she fine. was going to comment on the enemies to lovers romance. Yeah. I'm not sure she liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am definitely in the mi- minority when it comes to the fourth wing. Okay. We all know this. Uh, when it comes to books, I am usually in the minority. So it's fine. Um, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Okay. Like I enjoyed the book overall, but I am not. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I'm intrigued though because I often like sometimes I love like hyped books and I get it. And other times I'm just like, no, I don't see the appeal. I almost so, never like we'll hyped books. So. What side of the fence I fall? Yeah. Well, okay. I can't say that I almost never like hyped books. I feel like that if I if I read a hype book before it becomes hype, then typically I have better feelings towards it. You know what I mean? But if I read it like during the hype or right like right at the not at the end of the hype, but like right in the hype, I have a lot of problems with it because I feel like 
my biggest problem with high books is meeting expectations, right? If I am mm. told something, then you better deliver, especially if like a thousand people are telling me that this is what it is, then you need to make sure that you deliver. And a lot of times with high books, it doesn't deliver because it's not really that the book Every book is up to interpretation, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you have a thousand people who agree on one thing, it doesn't mean that that book has that thing. It just means that those a thousand people agree that that book has that. You know what I mean? Because the other 5,000 people might not agree that it has it. It's so it's like, it, it's hard when it's so hyped and so in your face not to go into the book with certain expectations. And mm -hmm. so it's like, if they don't, deliver on certain expectations that I'm just like angry about it I feel very sorry for hype books when it comes to you Volia because like you have this like hypometer and like if the book is like really high on the hypometer then it literally cannot live up to your expectations right so it's already going in with this like major disadvantage it's like running a hundred meter race like starting 20 meters behind everyone else <laughs> it's never i guess be. i suppose okay but, okay but like divine rivals right that book is full-on hyped like probably as or more than fourth wing okay completely different from fourth wing but just as hyped and just as crazy i got to read it as before becca published it right i read it before it came out um because so she asked me for the hype be right. way before the hype like before exactly. way be like a year so it before wasn't it was even published. on the hypometer <laughs> right and so I was already so fully in love with this book that I was like yes everybody needs to read it I a year before it was like published I'm like please everybody add it to your list and so then when it came out and it started to be hyped I'm like yes like I was like fully into the hype because I agreed with a lot of the stuff. And sometimes I don't agree with some of the hype stuff that they say about it. But I love that book so much that the hype of just like, yes, like I agree, like love this book for all the reasons, like, yes. So it's such a, like a different experience. That? Have you had that with a book which has already been out? So if like you read it, you didn't read it before, like you read it after it had been out and was like at the peak of its hype. Do you think you would have like enjoyed it the same or it would have just been oh no it's too high it's too hyped so i i was trying to think of a book that was hyped that i read after the hype and i'm just like okay <laughs> i was like okay the love uh hypothesis right that was hyped mm -hmm. i read that about a year after it was hyped because i didn't want to read it while it was hyped and I liked it, but I didn't think it would deserve all the hype. I had my thought about that book is always that that book got all the hype because people that was the first time people read something like that. But I was already reading something like that. So for me, it was just like another book in the genre that I already uh -huh. really loved. But for a lot of people, that was like the first time they were like, oh, my gosh, this is a rom-com with this blah, 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 blah. And I was like, so I understand why people loved it the way they did, because it was the way it was like Twilight, like they discovered this genre for the first time. And so I, I appreciated for that. But I was like, OK, that I mean, it wasn't the best thing. Like I can give you like 10 other books that were better than that. You know what I mean? Because I already enjoy that genre by itself. But I'm like really trying to think if there is a book that has had the hype that I've read that I was like, yes, you know what? I think that Love Light Farms 
by B.K. Borison. That was, um, it's a, the first book is a friends to lovers fake dating. And I, it's, I think the first one is Love Light Farms. That's what it's called. And it's set like in a small town. This girl owns a tree farm, a Christmas tree farm. And she has to fake date her best friend for like a Instagram contest or something like that. And that one was super, super hyped for me on TikTok. I saw it everywhere. She actually got a deal with like Bloom Books or something like that. So the fourth book in the series is coming out specifically with them. All of those books, I freaking love. So I think those books deserve the hype that they got. I thought that they were really, really adorable and so well written. Um, but I, yeah, that is the only one out it's of the, only one. <laughs> the million books. But I don't read a lot of hype books. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like when when it is, when something is hyped, I I like distance myself from it so that I don't have like a judgmental attitude going into it. Mm. So I have to wait to read it until a while later. So then I will tell you in a year if a high book did the same thing to me anyway so i know i'm very ask, judging we ask what you're reading at the moment what am i reading at oh yeah so i'm reading i just started the confessions of a dangerous girl by dan burke and it is a young adult like um so basically the premise of the story is that the girl is a uh psychopath diagnosed psychopath <laughs> As a kid, like she was diagnosed as a psychopath and she was sent into the school and the school turns out to be a CIA secret institute and they train these kind of kids there for various things. And now like her mission is to actually infiltrate a normal high school (laughs) and whatever happens in the high school, there's like a mission, blah, 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 whatever. So it's literally the psychopath child that was trained by CIA that goes into a normal high school. And you just sold me. I'm totally sold on this concept. I know, right? <laughs> it delivers. I'm going to be What so did you happy. say it was called again? Confessions of a Dangerous Girl. Mm. And yeah, I, I really hope that it delivers because I have not been having really good luck with books recently because they don't deliver on the promises that they have made, okay? I was telling the girls before we started, I just read a fake dating enemies to lovers book that had insta love and no fake dating. <laughs> and no enemies and I was like so angry about it okay uh so yeah I'm hoping that this works out for me okay but anyway uh Ali are you reading anything you said you've been reading more right so I have been and I think so one of the books which I have been reading was um like a beta read of a book so I can't really talk about that one but it was really good um but I've also been reading Crooked Kingdom so six of Crooked Kingdom I have literally had these on my shelf for years and been wanting to read them for years but because I often struggle to read paperbacks um like I just tend to read stuff on my Kindle um like I just hadn't got around to them for ages and then I picked them up was it like a couple of weeks I think before I had the baby and I was like, right, I want to try and get them read before, before he arrives. Um, because it's even harder, like trying to read paper. I can't read paperbacks while I'm like breastfeeding or anything anyway. So I got three six of crows and I got like partway through Cooker Kingdom. And then I've been kind of picking it up sort of as and when I can, when I get kind of 10 minutes in the evening or whatever to read. But 
Oh, I just don't know why it took me so long. So I read Shadow and Bone. In, so in fact, this is quite ironic because I read Shadow and Bone while I was in labour with my older son three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I like took into hospital with me to like... Oh my goodness. through my induction. <laughs> That's great. Sorry. Um, and you know what? I didn't love Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of... I think sort of as you said a bit or sort of referred to volume I think because it was it's quite hyped I was expecting to love it and don't get me wrong I enjoyed it and I was like it's okay I was just like it just didn't really grab me and I remember chatting to a friend of mine about it and she's like you need to read Six of Crows because you will enjoy that a lot more just in terms of the style of the book. And they are like really different styles. Like Six yeah. of Crows is a lot more complex. It's got less romance. It's got the whole like found family, which I absolutely love as a trope. Um, and a heist, which I love. And it's super complex. Like I was reading this book and I was like, I don't think I can ever write, write a heist story because <laughs> I'm just not sure my brain can like, figure out all these like puzzles and problems and but I can really appreciate reading it because of that complexity so yeah so I'm really glad I finally got around to reading that and don't give me any spoilers for how the duology finishes but um, I won't say anything it's very interesting though because it's like I read Shadow and Bone actually I read Shadow and Bone as an arc as well which was very interesting because like that's that's such a long time ago you guys Uh, but I think that I loved it more then than I did when I did a reread for it because it was such a like a cool thing for me, especially as like a Russian. I was like, oh my gosh, this book like has like Russian-esque things like this is amazing, you know, because I didn't see a lot of that in books in America when I first came here and stuff. And so it was really exciting for me. And so like that has a special place in my heart, but it is her first book and you can tell like if you go like if she went back to and wrote it now after writing the six of crows and the other what is the other king whatever scars king of scars yeah yeah Yeah. like if if she wrote the shadow and bone now like it would be so different like you know Mm. it would be so different than it was but yeah like if i read it now i don't think i would have enjoyed it as much as i did when i read it back then so Like I can so I have a question. Uh-huh. I have a question though, because I have King of Scars on my Kindle. I think I picked it up when it was like in a deal or something, but mm. I haven't read the other two books in the Shadow and Bone trilogy. So do I have to read them before I read King of Scars? Um, I don't think so. You, it's I mean, Nikolai. It has, it you won't have met Nikolai, on, doesn't it? I have. I don't think I've met Nikolai. I don't but know. But like, like, but you don't. I don't know, but like, do you have to meet him before you read the duology? I don't know if you do. Just watch the second season of Shadow and Bone. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? That is on our list. You know what? I think my son's already given up on me and watched it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) Well, there you go. Okay. I'll watch that. If if that's actually, give me like the. Does that take you to the trilogy? Enough. Yeah. It It has enough of the story that you'll know what's going on and it it isn't as faithful an adaptation as the first season is of book one although they skipped a lot in that as well yeah Yeah. um the second season of shadow and bone the storyline that the crows follow is more crooked kingdom Mm. i feel like it is because they haven't really they haven't really got to the six of crows storyline yet 
Because mm. mm, from what I remember of season one, in terms of the Six of Crows storyline, and then reading the book, I'm like, I didn't really no. remember anything. Oh, no, it had nothing like, to do with it. No, 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 it's yeah, nothing yeah, to do with it. You did it. Okay, okay. That reassures it, me that I'm not mad. That's crazy. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a made up new bit that happened beforehand. Yeah. And okay, cool. some of what it is is backstory that's explained. So Nina and oh, Matthias. Nina and Ma- yeah. His, their story that. is in the first season of Shadow of Shadow and Bone, and it's told as backstory in the Six of Crows series. Yeah, how they met, basically, in the story yeah. of how they met. Yeah, yeah, I recognize that bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I don't think you have to read it, but I also wasn't attached to Nikolai like a lot of people were in the Shadow and Bones trilogy. So I was like, I don't, I don't really care to to have this information in the trilogy him. yeah it's like okay like the duology is fine but it, like whatever um if you're planning to read the second and third books of shadow and bone you probably want to read those before you read king of scars but if you're not planning to read them don't and just go back to king of scars yeah i would yeah, say that too. i just don't think i'm that first based on like my experience it's probably more in terms of storytelling wise, more like the Six of Crows series than it is the um, Shadow and Bone series. I mean, I feel like I've already had one of the biggest spoilers from the series from reading Six of Crows. <laughs> so, because there are like, yeah. I think you will I'm enjoy the <laughs> King of Scars uh, duology yeah. without reading the other two just fine. Like that's yeah. that's my okay, personal cool. Opinion, my so. question answered. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Ladies. <laughs> so I'm like, you're fine. You're fine. Uh anyway, Clary, are you reading anything exciting or have been reading anything exciting lately? I recently finished The Golden Enclaves by Naomi Novik, which okay. is a horrifyingly beautiful book. Um Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there are at least three or four points in the story where you know the main character and by definition also the reader suddenly realizes that things aren't how they thought they were and it like completely changes how they think everything is working and what on earth is going on and how the world works in and i know as an author, I can appreciate how well it's done and how well it just mm. turns it all upside down and yet it still makes sense in how the world is is created and and what's going on. And it's just like this one small bit of new information that they found out and suddenly everything is different. That's and what she is thinks that, is going on. Is that the academia? It's the Scholar Mans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to read and that. Oh, you should do. And it is just, yeah. I. She has a very slow writing style and she has incredibly long chapters. And, you know, it is like big blocks of text on the page. Mm. Uh, but it is very deep. It's and, you know, there's these like, things. But it is, it is horrifying. And it is, it is not an easy read. I love how horrifying is a compliment. <laughs> She's just like, Shut this up. is horrifying. Amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. feel that like can be. Like, I remember reading A Little Life and being completely traumatized by it. Uh-huh. But also, like, this is one of the best books I've ever read. Yeah. I I sort of want to go back to the first book and read it again, knowing having read the last the, book and the knowing rest, yeah, how it, yeah, yeah, how it works again. Yeah. 
I don't know that's if I will so do. Well. I think that's that always a, that's a good compliment. I like that type of book where you feel like, yeah. oh, I feel like I need to read it again, knowing what I know now, and I will still enjoy yeah. it, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though I know what's going to happen. But it is very dark, mm. and so there are lots of monsters. Basically, you sold me on this. No, it's yeah. been on my like list for forever. I just, I don't know. I just haven't picked it up. I think because I've been told that the chapters are really long and like you have to be really in the, like a mental space for it. Yeah, I do not think I can read this at the moment because my reading is taking place at like 4 a.m. when I need matchsticks to kind of prop my eyes open so I don't actually fall asleep <laughs> whilst feeding. So long paragraphs and complex texts are just like not going in. <laughs> you need like yeah. happy, or not happy, but like quick yeah. and easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need like addictive reads to make me want to keep reading, to make me want to stay awake. Have you read How to yeah. Survive Your Murder? no <laughs> you should read that one it's a young okay. adult uh do not read the back of the book at all okay just how to how to survive your murder just go into it from okay. the beginning like okay. that's it okay. I think I think that one was one of the best like fun quick reads that I had and like even predict like I you know I predict things really easily but even predicting everything I just had fun with it Awesome. And I thought it was just like a really nice, like a easily digestible fun book with Amazing. that title. You're gonna put these right. Like, <laughs> I need you to put these in the show notes for this episode, like all these yeah. titles, because clearly my baby brain is gonna have forgotten these 10 minutes after <laughs> we stop recording. <laughs> she just like gets like a self-help book about something. Yeah, basically. These are, these are the titles you need to read. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about underhyped, um, overhyped books or hyped books. Uh-huh. Um, I read Babel by R.F. Quang oh, earlier, yeah. in the year, which was fantastic. And I told my dad to read it, and he's uh-huh. like, "I don't read fantasy books." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't care. You still, you will enjoy this. You just have to read it." And he did read it, and he enjoyed it, and he got it uh-huh. from the library, and that's also very exciting. That he's now joined the library and is getting books out from the library. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I actually have that on my shelf. I've been meaning to read that for a while. It's been sitting there. Is that one uh like one of those that I have to be thinking <laughs> when I read? I, it is incredibly deep and Okay, that's what I that's what I heard. It, <laughs> it, it is quite <laughs> academic. Also, yeah. um because of course I live in the Netherlands, so the, the magic system is based on the differences between words meaning between languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember and as it was somebody, a language book. Yeah, yeah. As I, you know, as I live in two languages, as I'm sure you do as well, Valia, that was really interesting. To yeah, of course, words don't always mean quite the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you translate it, but it's not always the same. And so their magic system takes that little bit of difference and builds on it to do stuff. Yeah, that's that's literally that's why cool. I picked it up because I was yeah. like, oh, this is like something that I can probably really relate to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My brain is always just like, what? I think I talked but, about this on the last podcast. I went to, maybe I didn't, but I went to uh, visit my Ukrainian family. And while I was there for a week, I literally had to use three languages at the same time. As I'm having conversation with one person, it was like Russian, Ukrainian, and English all at the same time. And my brain was just like in full overload the whole time. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do people do this? So anyway, yeah, I need to read that book. That's, that's yeah. where I was going with that. 
it is very academic and it has a lot there's a whole aspect of it that's all to do with colonialism and sexism and um there's a lot of that sort of stuff going on as well as the story i'm yeah i'm a bit so so about the ending it's sort of is it a standalone yes oh okay <laughs> You sound quite unsure. <laughs> I was that. like, was that not there? There's a possibility of another book. There basically. could be another book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It leaves it open. It leaves it open for okay. more things in the world. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's I, another could... hyped book that if I read, I will tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's face it, it's not got Dude. much of a chance based on like... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm like this with people too. So, I mean, it's not just books. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap this up? My husband brought me a dragon. Cuddly oh. Squishmallow dragon. That's it's just adorable. so cute. You guys can't see it, but Clary will post <laughs> it on Instagram stories so you can see yeah. it. Yeah. It's very cute. We got That's... my toddler to buy a little drag. Well, he to buy like a stuffed toy for the baby. Mm -hmm. um, and he chose a dragon. And yes. he's also been given, like, been given another dragon. So my toddler has now claimed both of them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know how we work this. Because clearly baby is not like actually engaging with like soft toys for a while yet but mm -hmm. I feel like they are his and probably should not be like tossed around or slobbered on or whatever by his older brother <laughs> I don't know yeah we'll see worst case we have to buy another one anyway I go. feel like I feel like I might have to wrap up soon because I can hear some screaming in the background guys oh, fun, so fun. just toward you just toward you <laughs> no we're good I think we will wrap it up here um how do I end this? <laughs> it's like, now that I have absolutely no notes in front of we me. We normally I'm go like, around and say, or we normally go around and say what we're reading next. And no, I say I that mean, having no idea what I'm reading next. So I don't know yeah. why I'm suggesting it. No, we're good. I we also have no about, idea. Yeah, we talked about our books and stuff like that. So I think we're good. We'll go ahead and just wrap it up here. Um, yeah, you guys, um, if you have any book suggestions for us for quick reads, considering our brains are clearly in, <laughs> in the need of quick reads, um, let us know on our Instagram at Reading Queens Pod and follow us there and on Facebook, same handle. Also follow us on your favorite podcast platform and we'll be back next week will be a, a throwback episode, but then we'll be back with a new episode the following week. And I think that will be all. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.